By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? What's up, y'all? It's Javon, the founder of Phoenix Print Co., your new favorite print-on-demand company offering premium gear for your favorite creators or anything that you want to make. I'm here to introduce you guys to 2010 Minutes, Tim McCarthy, the man, the myth, the legend. Let's get into it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 2010 Minutes, episode 56. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor insight and personal stories that introduction was done by the phenomenal Jav from decent takes podcast and now the owner of the phoenix print company i appreciate it with the nice words that you said Jav and me have become really close since starting the podcast he's a great guy please go check out decent takes podcast but more importantly phoenix print company they're the new creators of my merch way better look at this thing i'm wearing a functioning psychopath t-shirt if you're watching this on youtube Anyone listening out there in audio land, I got new t-shirts and new sweatshirts out. You can get them in either version. I have the little cartoon logo you can get on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. And then you can also get Functioning Psychopath on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. The quality of these these products, fantastic. Like really nice actually. Like the, I like this, the kind of like soft cotton like tee that like makes you look a little bit like more in shape than you are. And the sweatshirts are mad comfy. They have like the white laces too. But this week only, if you're listening to this before uh, this Friday, you can get 10% off with promo code TIM. That's T-I-M, only one M. If there's any more M's, that would be kind of weird, even though that would be uh, a great name. Tim. But hopefully everyone's doing well. Holidays are coming up. Um, Hopefully everyone's doing good, got their shopping done. I haven't. Um, So that's interesting. I just realized that right this second. So shit. Um, but yeah, so a little bit of update, what's going on. If you follow this show on a regular basis, um, I finally got in contact with, uh, the place that has my, uh, therapist, my new therapist. And I was like, Hey, uh, well, first off, I slept through my alarm today for my, uh, prescriber to re prescribing my meds, which is, uh, never good, but I got him, uh, this week to talk and I, I've done that more than once. So I'm probably going to get a bill, uh, for being late for my own help. Isn't that funny? They'll send you like a bill if you fuck up with your own therapist. It's like if you miss an appointment, which I get. Don't waste people's time. Time is money. Money is pizza. I get that. But it's just kind of funny. It's like some people with mental health issues have a really tough time and they ghost people. But they're like, you know what? You're struggling about money? Here's a $100 fine for not getting help, you nerd. Um, But yeah, I called in to reschedule that and I was like, hey, uh, my therapist left and they're supposed to have somebody call me. They're like, yeah, you have so-and-so. And And then she was like reading through the list. I'm like, how many lady, how many people does this lady have? So I finally booked her for like two weeks out. Now it's been, it's going to be like a month that I don't talk to a therapist, Um, which uh, we'll see how that goes. I've been doing very well. I have been keeping up with my meds, even though they're not fully empty right now. And they're supposed to be re-prescribed. Resubscribed wouldn't be be it. It's re-prescribed. Prescribed? Whatever. Um, but either way, even if I'm not taking them on time, I don't know why I'm not, but I am, I feel like, I don't know how that is. I think I just have leftover meds. I keep mixing in the same bottles, but then I said that to my therapist and they're like, you know, like meds can go bad, right? I'm like, yeah, I didn't think of that. Like when the drug quaaludes, like if you've seen Wolf of Wall Street, that was a drug and they didn't kick in until later. So maybe, maybe that's what's going on. Shit. Either way, 
stick with your meds. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting this lady and giving her shit for being late and not, uh, not scheduling with me. Let's see how she handles me. Again, I told my old therapist, Rachel, I was like, whatever you give me, better get, better give them a heads up because I'm bringing it. I'm bringing up all, all the pain I have and you're going to get it. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a fucking crazy week in my family, which is uh super sad. Um, so my grandpa was doing better. He, I was talking about him, how he got diagnosed with that uh, COVID and pneumonia and, uh, He's just been fighting. He's like 87, just still still fighting it. And uh, he's doing a little bit better. I think he's in uh, uh, rehab right now for all that. But then uh, we got the, I got the news that my cousin's wife passed of uh, stomach cancer, which was super sad. Great woman. Um, and it was very uh, unexpected because of uh, such a quick diagnosis. So I went to that, uh, that wake. I always get wake and funeral confused, which one is which. Um, it was the one that wasn't at the church or the burial. Again, I don't know the difference of them uh, because I'm not smart. But it's one of those things like you see all your family there that you haven't seen and you realize like how precious time is. And it's unfortunate that like that always has to be the case for those types of in, uh, those moments. But yeah, it was super sad. But you do have like those little laughs and smiles in between when you see people because you have to. I don't know if, if this is anybody else, but I feel like every uh, like funeral wake I've been to, like you got to have like some sort of laughter and not just like pain and misery the whole time because obviously that's just going to weigh you down more so it's always good to uh have some comic relief mixed in there which is kind of like how this podcast is um and i do have to say that uh my uncle he uh pulled me aside and was like hey listen to the podcast you need to stop swearing i was like hey man i'm trying i'm trying he goes you do that again i'll fucking kill you and i was like holy shit i was like i learned it from watching you all right so um yeah uncle jim sorry um, I'll be better. Um, I try not to swear as much, but it's just so natural and it feels so good for me. So whatever, fuck you. <laughs> I love you. Um, and then just recently my, uh, my brother's father-in-law just passed, um, unexpectedly as well. Um, so yeah, everyone's, it's, people are getting like, that's just awful, especially right before the holidays. And, uh, it's, it's not easy for anybody. And, and you definitely like, uh, appreciate what you have around you a little bit more and you're like damn like stuff like that can come out of nowhere and just like change your life forever and then I definitely want to talk a little bit uh more about uh grief and loss and how how you how people deal with it because I was asking a couple people how they deal with it because even on the other side it's very awkward especially for me how to like say things or do things to, to help people and I just feel like I'm in the way or making it worse but a quick thing about this because I I had a conversation at that the at the wake about this with other people so me and my brother had a little bit of a debate because we were going together and he was like, all right, I'm going to uh, shave the shower. And I was like, all right, man, sounds good. Then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, you shave before you shower? And he's like, yeah, what do you do? I was like, I shave after I shower. So we were just battling back and forth about the whole thing. So I'm like, if you shave before you shower, you go into the shower and I get it. You get all the hair off or whatever. Like, I don't know how much hair is sticking to you that you need to take a shower, but usually the guy at the barbershop's like wiping it off and like hitting you, flicking your neck with the with the blanket or whatever the blanket the towel so i'm like no dude i'm like you go into the shower beforehand and you're gonna get like all the dirt that you're washing into those pores that are opened up like i get if you shower in the shower if you shave in the shower like i can understand that because you do you're just doing it right away i can't because i don't know my face without a mirror and i want to make sure because i do it after because you got the hot you got the hot uh 
the hotness of there it raises your uh, facial hair like look how i have very nice skin on my neck because i usually just shave my neck but it baffled me so i took to twitter took to other people and the majority of them take showers i mean take they shave before they take a shower which like blew my mind it still blows my mind the whole thing was like well you got to clean up after anyway it's like okay just splash some water on your face or your neck i don't know like can someone tell me like does anyone i don't know everyone was like you're weird because it's kind of like inconsiderate, I guess, because I'm just making a more of a mess after. But again, I get a better, smoother shave, um, shaving after a shower. But what do you do? Let me know. Hopefully I can get a sponsorship from a razor company or something. They'd be like, no, you got you to gotta shave before you shower. I think that was so fucking weird. It's so blowing my mind. But yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was looking up like coping with uh, grief and loss because I feel like we've all been there. Uh, I've been there a lot. I feel like I've had like every type of death around me, uh, like grandparents, uh, friend from high school, um, relatives, obviously. And then like even pets, pets can be as just as hard because like you have that emotional support that you're with some, with something every day and then it's gone. Like I've lost like two dogs. Uh, I lost my cat. Um, and those were big things. And like, yeah, I've, I've lost grandparents and, and like a friend from high school and stuff. And None of that's easy, and even if it's expected and not expected, it's never going to be easy. And it's a normal feeling to feel that. And a lot of people, um, they just have a hard time getting through it, and they don't think it's ever going to get any better. Which, in a way, it it won't, and it will. There's going to be times it's never going to go away. You can't. You'll never get over a death. You might handle it a little bit better, like Lindsay's sister who passed. Uh, she. Sometimes she doesn't do well with it on certain days, especially when there's like certain uh, like incidents that come up or like birthdays or holidays or just like wanting to talk to somebody. Um, and it's unfortunate. And I think on the other end, when, when you try to have support, you just got to not make any promises. I feel like that's a big one that people do. It's like, all right, it's okay. You'll, you'll feel better soon. It's like, no, I probably won't. It's going to be a while. I kind of, I think on, on my end, I kind of just let people like talk or like rejoice about that person. Or bring up like stories. I love bringing up like old past stories of uh, like even me or like certain people. Like I love reminiscing. That's like a big one. I feel like when you always like talk about someone like they're still here is always good. Um, but everyone's different. Um, for me, I like talking about it. Um, I think getting it out when you're grieving is really good. I asked people on Twitter what they do. I had someone say they uh, they sing, go for walks. I had some person say they uh, do a little micro dosing, which I don't know much about. Uh, I'm pro like people smoking weed if uh, if you're able to and should, but the microdosing I don't get. It's like little bit of doses of like uh, mushrooms that like you get like the body high, but you don't get like the crazy like I'm gonna like talk to the bush high. So I don't know much about that, but whatever works in a positive, healthy manner for you to grieve, um, I think that's the way to go. Um, and never feel like you're gonna relapse either. Like if you think you're getting over it and then get super sad about it again, like that's super normal. And I think another like thing that is tough, tough to do is like plan your days out because things can get overwhelming and you forget to eat, you forget to drink, you like anything. So finding a support system is really good and uh, opening up to a support system because a lot of people want their alone time, which they should have a little bit, but you definitely need uh, people around and especially just to vent and let it out. Like just talking to yourself uh, can only go so long. I'll talk to myself sometimes on my drives just so I can hear it. I do that a lot. Does anyone else talk to themselves? Do you talk in the mirror, talk in the car, or just like 
it's kind of funny. We just walk around with thoughts and it's not crazy to us. It's like, I'm just thinking about stuff, saying them, and they just sit in my brain. So I think when you present yourself with uh, saying things is, uh, is a good way. So definitely staying uh, active and busy and uh, getting enough sleep. Again, when I'm in a bad mood, I love sleep because uh, there's no lonely time, just dreams. Um, but yeah, this uh, the support system on the other end is very awkward. I feel like I get very awkward at times with uh, with dealing with that. And there's like so many different like types of deaths you have to deal with. I know like people that lost a child, a spouse, uh, the elderly, or lost due to suicide. A lot of people deal with that. But yeah, seek out caring people, express your feelings, take care of your health, accept that life is for the living. And, and you have like that that moment of like, yeah, life is precious and you do have to enjoy it every day and make sure you reach out to the people that you love because you never know. And that's just a case in point of what's going on this week, um, which happens to like everybody, everybody. And it's easier said than done. Like you, in those moments, you like, you'll be at awake and be like, Oh yeah, we should, uh, we should get together more often than you don't. I think we've all, uh, are guilty of that, which is fine, but definitely stay in contact with people more, even if it's like a text or a call, which again, I need to, I need to be more, uh, better with that. And then helping others grieve, uh, share the sorrow, encourage them, talk about their feelings and loss. Again, share some memories. Don't offer false comfort. Um, it was for the best. Oh yeah. When they're in a casket and someone goes, yeah, they look good though. No, no, they don't. They would look a lot better if they weren't dead. So, uh, don't say that to me. Um, and someone always says that at a funeral. Oh, they look good though. Yeah. Okay. Um, be patient with people. If you're trying to help out, um, it's not going to be easy. Encourage professional help when necessary. That's always good because uh, we're a bunch of amateurs. I'm super amateur, so don't take any of this uh, seriously or with a grain of salt, which I don't know what that phrase means, but I get it. There's a lot of those. Like I know the saying. I know what it means, but I can't explain what it means, if that makes any sense. I love analogies and alliteration. Those are my two favorite things. I wish I had examples of them, but those are my two favorite things. Um, and then practical help as well, like helping somebody cook or coming by with food. There's always that that one person, that one friend or family member that's great that loves cooking. They bring over like way too much pasta. And then you're like, all right, I got way too much pasta. I can't eat this. And then you start calling more people. So it actually works out. The person that brings over all that pasta, the person grieving is like, this is too much pasta. And they don't want to waste it. So they bring more people over to eat the pasta. So pasta is another thing that brings people together. Just keep bringing pasta and then it will bring the potty. The potty... Pasta posse, triple P. Um, but yeah, if you're uh, if you're having trouble with grief or loss, it's definitely not a, a weird feeling to uh, go through because um, it's inevitable. Uh, death is inevitable, and uh, it, I don't know if I'm afraid of death. Um, I, I probably would be. I always think about like those weird scenarios I would be in, like if I was like on a plane. And it was, like these are thoughts I have, so don't judge me. Like if I was if I was on a plane, it was about to crash. I feel like I would be scared, yes, but I feel like I would be okay for the sense of like, all right, at least I got my phone and headphones. And I, I always think of like what song I would listen to and just try to like, just just enjoy that final ride. So yeah, if you fly with me, that's what I'm thinking in my head every time. So do not fly with me uh, and uh, remember that. Um, even though I love flying, flying's the best. I love the people watching. There's always the people that get up too early when the plane lands. I don't like you. 
you're making it very uh, anxious for everybody. Like you're standing up awkwardly, like your head is ducked underneath the overhead carriage and you're sitting there and the lady sitting next to you is not standing up yet and you're making her more awkward. And we're not going anywhere. The door's shut. How about you just wait a minute and then we'll all get out together in a single file line. Like, where are you going? It can't be that much of a rush. Whatever. I don't know. I need ah, those people. Those fucking people. Um, sorry, Jimmy. Um, and I was going to talk about these little apps that I found, um, which is uh, which I thought was interesting because it's a couple of them that I did look up, um, and uh, there's a there's a few that I use uh, or have used, and um, definitely want to go over them a, a little bit. I, I went to uh, VeryWellMind.com, which I get a lot of my information from, and it was like the best mental health apps of 2021. So I looked up a couple that related to me and I'll post this link on uh, the show notes if you're interested but I downloaded to-do list which is uh, helps with ADHD there's e-moods which uh, helps with bipolar disorder then I feel like everyone knows the calm app which is like meditation then there's talk space which I looked at a little bit but it's one of those accounts that when you sign up you have to give a ridiculous long and obscure password so I'm still trying to look into it, but that one's for therapy where you like talk to therapists and um, I believe you probably have to pay a little bit of a fee. Like everything isn't free in life, but a lot of these are are free. And um, Mood Fit was the best overall. And I've never heard of that one. So I took a look under the hood on that. And uh, you said daily go- goals, you have a mood journal, uh, a gratitude journal, assessments, therapy. And it says there's a code for free seven days, which is free X seven. But when I was doing it, it didn't show where I could pay because I wanted to look to see how much it was and I could not find it while I was using it. It seems super easy and friendly, um, user-friendly. It's user-friendly. Um, but yeah, check that out. I, if you're looking for some apps, like I'm on my phone as it is. I fucking, I'm on my phone too much and I, and I keep telling myself that. So a lot of these apps help with that, like uh, getting yourself in order, the to-do list. Uh is going to be great for me because the ADHD where I get so sidetracked with everything and I try to keep things in order. Like today when I missed my uh, my appointment to get my uh, my pills refilled, it's like I, I have the alarm on my phone. The alarm goes off and I don't know what I do that I don't realize it. I've, I've, I've done so many different settings. There's a setting on your phone, which I did it for this number now, is it's called bypass mode. If you go into the edit of the phone on iPhone, you can click text or ringtone to, to give them a special ringtone. But there's a feature that if you click bypass mode, even if your phone's on silent or whatever, anyone that calls that you set up will come through uh, no matter what, which I think is great. So if I'm sleeping and I have my phone like off so it doesn't make any noise, but if my mom calls at like 4 in the morning, at least I can hear it and you won't miss a call. So I think I got to go through my contacts and figure that out and make sure that I have the appropriate people that... uh are important enough that if you call me at two in the morning, I will pick up and I will probably give you a little bit of an attitude because I don't like being woken up. Um, and it takes me a minute to figure out what's going on because I'm usually like in some sort of like weird dream. But yeah, um, let's finish up with this. Uh, there's a band I want you guys to check out, um, GA20. Um, they have an album called Do- uh, Does Hound Dog Taylor. They're a blues band and they're local from uh, from Boston, Pat Fahey and Matthew Stubbs. Uh, formed in 2018 in Boston, Mass. And uh, now they have their drummer, Tim Carmen. Pat is a guy I trained with uh, jujitsu with at uh, my gym uh, years ago. I haven't seen him in a while, but I've been talking to him and I've been listening to the music. I'm a big music guy. I like blues. I don't know much about it, but 
the blues are like really good like chill music when you're just like sitting there or like driving definitely check it out if you're not really into it um i was not into like the blues definitely give it a whirl need some good chill music here and there but very happy with all this success going on I, I believe they just won an award for like the boston uh, music awards i believe it, it was i forget the name of it all these award shows have like wonky ass names but really good to see good people doing good things so uh shout out to pat and uh, his band ga20 and then uh i get this is my podcast recommendation i do a podcast fantasy football league and i just got eliminated by this podcast not too happy about it they barely made the playoffs by 10 points. I was the number three seed, and they beat the brakes off me. Hops Geek News, uh, Mash and Hoppy, a uh, couple nerds, a couple beer nerds. Uh, the show is a blend of nerd news and culture brewed with a hoppy dose of aromic beer. Um, yeah, whatever. They beat me, okay? Great people, great podcast. Check them out. I know they're their recent episode they just talked about. Uh, the new Spider-Man movie coming out and had like a Nickelback reference, like, these two are ridiculous, but go and listen to them. Tell them I said hi. Follow them on all the old social medias. But thank you guys for uh, listen listening to another episode of 2010 Minutes, episode 56. Again, be sure to buy my new merch, uh, Functioning Psychopath, and the basic cartoon logo. Uh, you can get that at phoenixprintco.com. That's phxprintco.com. You can get that in the show notes. Um, and use the promo code TIM to get 10% off your order at your uh, checkout. I've always wanted just a promo code. I couldn't think of a good one. So I was like, you know what? Just do Tim. Make it 10 times easier. Because I could have made it super complicated. Because I'm super complicated. But you know what You know what the deal is, guys. I love you so much. And have a good one. And we're clean. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.